thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow. With me, as always, my co-host, Alexander Bradley Collins. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. Um, it's sunny, 75 degrees. I'm going to try to go golfing. And we're in Seattle. Yeah, even better. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are new uh, uh, to, to listening to us, we appreciate you hopping on board. This is a podcast all about helping naturopaths build your practice. Um, so we talk about financial topics. We interview other naturopaths to talk about their practice. We interview other professionals to help you be as efficient as you possibly can while building your practice. So that's what this show is all about. So appreciate you you hopping on here. For those of you who are returning, thank you. Um, please, 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 if you're if you're getting any re- any value out of this podcast, please feel free to share it um, with your other your other friends, your employees. Um, you know, we're and Alex and I have had different experiences. Um, in the medical world, and those experiences has led us to want to be a resource uh, for you all, and and we need you all to thrive. So, please uh, feel free to share that. So, uh, head to holistic-finance.com, um, and you can uh, get some more information there about the podcast, as well as reach out to us uh, through the website there. So, that is another resource for you. Last time, Mr. Collins, we spoke about a marketing plan. We did your favorite your favorite thing. No, not so much. That's that's definitely your thing, Ryan. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, it's always a joke, and even I was there at one point where you would ask, uh, you know, a business owner about their marketing plan, and they would like, oh yeah, I've got one, and they go and they pull it out of the drawer, and they would like, you know, blow on it because dust would come off. Yeah, exactly. They haven't even <laughs> they haven't even seen it since they developed it, right? And it's so easy to do. Because as business owners, oftentimes we're wearing every hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all of them. From the CEO to the janitor to the receptionist to, oh, by the way, the doctor. And so it's it's difficult. And so we thought we would have conversations around because even though we have a financial planning practice, we have so many similarities in terms of what we have to go through in building our practice that we thought we'd share some, shed some light around what we've done, as well as what we've heard from other naturopaths to help you along the way. And today's episode, what we thought we would talk about is more of more of a blueprint of, I guess, to some degree of the marketing plan, but more of a blueprint of what steps to take in, in building the practice. And this is probably going to be at least a two-part series, maybe even a 10-part series we keep going with it, but um, so. Depends on how much uh, detail and how much I talk you into going down rabbit holes. <laughs> Fair enough. So the, the three steps or the three takeaways, Alex, um, that we, we hope you all take away is, and there are really three questions that you should ask yourself. And the first one is, you know, what's the purpose? You know, what's your purpose for getting up every day and going and, and 
you know, banging your head against the wall while helping your, your patients, right? Like some of you love it and some of you have different stresses that you're banging the head against the wall about. Oftentimes that's the marketing and the building of the practice. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, I know that you absolutely love this phrase, Ryan. Uh, it's, it's the start with why. Yes. Like what is it? <laughs> what is it that gets you jazzed? What is it that gets you up in the morning? Like, what's your why for for being a naturopath? And and start with that. And the more the more specific you can get, the better. And then step two is, you know, what is it you're building? And that's really, you know, that's like the blueprint of the practice. What is it you're building? There's a bunch of questions to ask yourself inside of that. And then lastly. Okay, if you have a purpose and you know what you're building, what the heck is your plan? Yeah, how are you managing your your time day to day? What are you what are you doing a, on a, a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis to to build that plan? And so, you know, why don't we just start with the purpose aspect? Now, Alex made the joke of start with your why, and it's not that I'm against knowing a why. Um, I think sometimes people can consider what their why is, but it's actually not driving them to get up out of bed and go build it. And I think that's what gets lost in that whole know your why aspect, which is why I changed it to purpose. Well, the other thing is, is that so many people spend so much time trying to figure out your why that they, they're almost spinning their wheels in that without actually going forward. and if it's if it's not something that just slaps you in the face and is like that's my why like you may not have one that's okay but you need to like try and think about it and work about work on it almost more in the background um than than like spending a ridiculous amount of time like trying to craft your why and trying to trying to get into the details and the nitty gritty and like, no, it, it's like, what is, what is it that got you like up energized first thing in the morning to go, to go help folks. And usually it's a personal story. Usually there's, there's, there's meaning behind it. And I love your word, Ryan purpose. There, there is a reason and a purpose for what you're doing, why you're doing. Virtually every naturopath I've ever talked to, whether it's you know them working with me or me working with them, it has like that story comes up time and time and time again. You know, take it back to the reason why we started this podcast or why we started working with naturopaths, right? Like, you know, we, you know, I'm going to say something that I hope is hopefully is not offensive. Most NDs, right? You didn't get into the naturopath world with the thought of I'm going to make a ton of money, right? You got into it with the thought of I'm going to help a bunch of people. Yeah, I've I've met exactly zero NDs that got into being an ND for money. That purpose that exists. I just right. I have that purpose uh, that um, that an ND has with with how they go about taking a holistic approach to their patient's health is what helped, you know, my son and my family and, and you've got your family that, that they've helped you that, that us wanting to help naturopaths build a practice. So a, they can thrive to help more people. Like that's the purpose and everything that we're doing. 
we understand that you have to survive financially, <laughs> right? Even though you don't care about money, we understand that you have to have, you have to ha survive financially to help more patients. So it comes full circle. Uh, and 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 our our goal isn't to isn't to help you survive. Our goal is to help you thrive. Like we we want to get to the point where where, where this winds up being functional like this this allows you to accomplish all of the goals and dreams that you have not just get by um and we get that the vast majority of of naturopathic physicians really aren't motivated by by money and and traditional like wealth wealth planning it's one of the reasons why we enjoy working with you all so much is because it's it's a breath of fresh air for for us, and we really get to we we get to have more fun and more creativity with the planning as a result. So, having that purpose, like your story as to why you got into the to be an ND and wanting to have that practice, like it it and it it's hard to keep it there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like every day I wake up and I'm like I can't wait to help someone with their finances, right? Like. It, <laughs> <laughs> but I do remind myself of why did I get into this? And that actually gets my butt up every once in a while when I, when I do struggle, which then takes us to number two here, Alex. So like, what is it we're building? Yeah. And like, this is, it's a massive open-ended question. Uh, you and I are going to strive to to tackle this in our next podcast. Um, and, and like one podcast is probably not going to be enough time to do it justice. Uh, but really, I mean, at its basic level, you and I have talked about having a lifestyle practice versus an enterprise practice, and that's one component. Like, if you're in the lifestyle practice, like, okay, we kind of have a general idea as to what you're building. Um, but even that, like, there's going to be some variation depending upon, like, depending upon your why, depending upon your specialty, just depending upon what you're trying to accomplish. <clears throat> but then inside of the enterprise practice, there are half a dozen, a dozen different routes that you can go. Um, and so it's really going to be talking about like, okay, what do you foresee your role being? Uh, and I'm not going to steal the, any more thunder from, from next week's podcast around, you know, diving into that topic because you and I agreed that we could spend uh, at least 15 minutes, if not, you know, an hour or more talking about that topic. And real quick, let's define for, for the new listeners that haven't ha maybe haven't heard that that episode around lifestyle versus enterprise practice, right? So the difference between the two is lifestyle practice is a practice that, frankly, it's not a sellable practice in general because you are the practice. So if you as a doctor are doing all the work and doing and having patients and helping them, if you go away, what is left to sell? And it's not to say that that's a bad thing, right? So let's be crystal clear on that. We're not saying that that's the wrong approach to go. It's just to understand what it is you're building more from a financial piece around, okay, if that's the case, then you better have other assets outside of the practice so that you can, when you're either forced to or have to or choose to leave, you can leave and have the same comfortable lifestyle that you're used to. Well, and that's where we all start whether it's a naturopath or whether it's a financial planner, <clears throat> like we all start with, no, 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 it, it's about me. Uh, like I've got the relationship with the clients. It's me being able to, to do what I do to, to help people. 
and that's awesome. And if you're able to get to the point where it's not all about you, it makes things easier. Like you can take vacation and be away from the practice and know that your your clients are in good hands. Uh, you've built something that's uh, more lasting. You've you've helped a bigger, a broader component. Um, lifestyle practices are are awesome, and it, it's just a different structure. Most of the time, it's less stress to have a lifestyle practice than it is to have an enterprise practice. Um, so there's there's different reasons as to why you'd want one versus the other. Yeah, and the, the enterprise practice is the practice where if you weren't there inside the practice, the practice would continue to go, which means now you've got a practice that is more sellable. And yeah, we, we understand it's like even in our world, like we're building these relationships with our clients, just like you're building the relationships with your patients unless you've built a practice that is sellable where you're not the only person that is is there then it's very hard to to sell something that like the relationship is with you how do you how do you sell that to another doctor like that that's extremely <laughs> difficult it is so um, again, if you're new, go back and listen to that episode around lifestyle versus enterprise practice. And I think the, the title of it was what type of practice where are you building? Yeah. So the, the last step and, uh, you know, the first two steps, I know we went through rather quickly. They're probably, um, <laughs> there's a lot of detail that go into there and I've learned the hard way around the details. Cause I just like to do something. I'd like to think of something and then go do it. Alex reminds me of, by the way, there's 122 steps prior to doing it. Um, so, <laughs> And we uh, should think of some of them before we get started on actually doing it. Fair. Um, <laughs> so the, the last step is what's your plan, right? And so, you know, we're, you know, I'm a, I'm a finance type A personality, so I'm going to approach it from that perspective. Alex is going to add his perspective <laughs> Um, he might even go more into the numbers than I, but uh, when we're talking about what's your, what's your plan, right? So what is your goal for the practice for the year? Let's just start there, right? So how many patients do we want to have? Okay. So how do we break that down to a, so we have, if we have that number from an annual plan, now we can break that down to quarterly, then to weekly, and then to daily. And that's really where the focus needs to be is what it is you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis because it's extremely hard to focus on a annual plan or even a quarterly plan, shoot, even let alone a weekly plan when it's seven days from now, right? So it's it, what are you doing every day to build what you want to build? What uh, what do you have against months, right? What's, what's wrong with the monthly plan? Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just pitching you some crap, but it, it's, and, and this is where Ryan really excels. And one of the things that, uh, you know, if I'm trying to go through all 122 different things ahead of getting to this, like what will wind up happening is I'll spend all my time trying to figure out the 122 things and never actually do the stuff that needs to get done. And so that's one of the things that, that helps Ryan and I like, work so well together uh, and it's it's pretty interesting in that uh, despite the fact that like generally speaking we're we're on the same page about most things, but we're coming at these topics from 
massively different viewpoints. And I'm pretty amazed that we get along as well as we do, given that difference of viewpoint. And, and like, it, thankfully, it's been uh, for us very much a, a yin and yang situation where we fit nicely together and we complement each other in terms of like the deficiencies I have, Ryan has an abundance of. The deficiencies Ryan has, I have an abundance of. And we know each other and trust each other enough that we're able to go ahead and recognize, okay, this is someplace that Alex needs to speak into, or this is someplace that Ryan needs to speak into. And so we have less butting of heads and more constructive conversations that they get us to a place where, oh, okay, yeah, we're good. So, I mean, it's it's something where, like, Ryan is 100% correct here. We, we need to make sure that we we have daily action items and we get to the point where, like, we, we understand these are the actions that I need to be in on a daily and weekly basis. Some of them might be too narrow for them to be a daily activity. Like, you're not going to necessarily go to a conference every day. And yet that should that could be part of what your plan is for the overall growth of your practice. It comes down to prioritization. And many of you, as Alex and I to some degree still are, not a little <laughs> bit less, we have we're wearing every hat. And yeah. so how in the world do you prioritize crap I need to market today, crap I need to help that patient today. Hopefully the patient takes priority, by the way. <laughs> and crap I need to law, like there's a bunch of stuff that we need to do. How do you prioritize? Well, you know, in our world, and I got to think it's it's the same in the, in, in the naturopathic world around building a practice, if you don't have a patient to talk to or to help, what does it matter how smart you are or how you can help people, right? So you have to go back to the marketing and, and having a, a plan to have someone to help. So what's that plan, right? So that goes into that daily and weekly aspect. And the biggest word of advice that has extremely helped me, Alex uh, is not, you know, I'm weird. Like I'm so routine oriented. <laughs> it It's scary. Um, but that's—I think—that's why I do I do thrive in this part of our of our planning because I can build a routine and then I just know I, I just do it. And so, I you know if you come into the week with a plan, and you actually know what that week's going to look like, and then you actually have a plan the night before for every day, then how much more efficient are you? When you actually know, like, as soon as you walk into your office, what you're doing, rather than sometimes you may walk in your office and you go, okay, well, I've got three patients. What do I need to do the rest of the day? And you spend an hour figuring out what you're going to do the rest of the day. Like, in terms of efficiency, <laughs> not the most efficient use of your time, right? And and we've all done it. I'm not Mr. Perfect over here. But the more routine, the more planning you can do. And yes, there's going to be one-offs. I mean, Alex Collins is the king of one-offs. Like there's always going to be one-offs. Like he always brings in, well, what happens if this happens? And that's 100% true. Like my day never goes 100% as planned. However, if you have your priorities and you prioritize, uh, prioritize accordingly, that helps a ton. Yeah. And it working with Ryan for me on this stuff, like I've gotten 
a lot better. I still have a long way to go, a long way to go. But at the same time, like it's it's incremental change to get better about having a consistent plan, making sure that you know what your priorities are, making sure that you understand these are the things that have to get done. And I mean, think about it as like the the rocks. Like, okay, if we if we've got a, a stream that's flowing, like there's always going to be something that comes through that stream. Uh, but what are the rocks? What are the things that are there that like we know that's always going to happen or we need to get that done first before anything else occurs. Yep. Um, and that goes back to what you're building, right? So that's going to help go into that. So in the next episode, we're going to start talking about the, this vision and the roles and, and what we're building and have some, some conversation and questions around that. So, you know, just a real quick recap of today, right? There, there's three steps and while they sound like extremely simple, right and they are what's your purpose what are you building and what's your plan there's a lot that is inside of that and so making sure that you have an understanding and you've built out all of that and you've really thought that through helps you do that and really all of that gets tied into in my opinion a routine right like when you wake up you can have a vision routine right what are you building you can that can be built into that as well and then obviously step three around that what are you doing for that day right it all comes down to that so um, we hope this this episode was valuable for you um, if you have any questions feel free to reach out uh, to us at the holistic-finance.com and mr collins do we have a question of the day yeah this is going to be a, a semi-selfish question of the day we're asking you guys to tell us like, we're already going to jump into what are you building next week but what we're asking is, what topic do you want to hear more about? Do you want to hear more about the lifestyle practice? Do you want to hear more about the enterprise practice? Do you want to hear more about purpose? Do you want to hear more about day-to-day -day plan? We're looking for feedback from you guys as to what you want to hear after we dig into what are you building? Awesome. So I uh, look forward to chatting with everyone next week. and. As always, Mr. Collins, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Membra, Membra, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. 
Bonafide Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020-103963, expiration.